Everybody, Jim Sammons here, the Kayak Fishing Show Live is always brought to you by all these wonderful sponsors scrolling across the bottom there. Seagar uh, uh, is a sponsor from way, way back, almost from the very beginning. Of course, we're showing older episodes today, so a lot of older sponsors will be on here. But uh, the ones scrolling across the bottom are the current sponsors, the ones who are supporting us. Uh, I do appreciate all of you that uh, watch the show and particularly all of you that Help us by giving us those thumbs up, subscribing, getting hitting the notification button over there at Kayak Fishing Tales, and particularly when you share our videos with your friends. That really, really helps a lot. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So if you are new to the show, we are here every Tuesday and Thursday, and we air old episodes of the Kayak Fishing Show. We were on the TV for 13 years. So 13 episodes a year for 13 years. And so we've got a lot of content. So we come back here and air these old episodes and uh, we open these things up for commentary, questions, comments, any of that stuff, any discussion, whether it pertains to the episode or not. If you just want to talk about different aspects of kayak fishing, I'm here for you. I'm here to answer any questions or at least give you my thoughts if uh, I actually know what you're asking. Um like I said, every Tuesday we are here uh, doing our more current episodes, the Jackson Kayak Years. And on Thursdays, like today, we air our older episodes, or we call them the Ocean Kayak Years. You know, I was with Ocean Kayak for a very, very long time before joining Jackson Kayak. And now I've been with Jackson Kayak, I don't know, eight years now, I guess. <laughs> so it, it, it's been quite a while. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's a great relationship with them. Um, but like I said, Seagar is uh, kind of the title sponsor of these episodes. They've been with us since the beginning and just a great sponsor. So again, I do appreciate all of you that uh, support them. And uh, that helps us keep doing our shows. <clears throat> Excuse me. Wearing my Padre hat today. Padres won. The game just ended a few minutes ago, so it's always good. <laughs> so we have a few uh, comments. Uh, Blinda Binda watching on Kayak Fishing Tales. What's up, man? How you doing? Thanks for joining us. Uh, again, we air our shows in three different ways. We are here on Facebook on the Kayak Fishing Show page. We are on the Kayak Fishing Show group page on Facebook as well. And we are also on Kayak Fishing Tales on YouTube. Uh, if you are watching on Kayak Fishing Tales, I highly uh, recommend that you 
subscribe to the channel and also hit for notifications. It's kind of a two-step thing, but if you hit for um, notifications, then you're going to be notified. Um, I also suggest that uh, you join the group on Facebook because you're definitely more likely to be notified if you're in the group or if you have subscribed to notifications on Kayak Fishing Tales on our regular page, which has the largest audience or subscribers uh, or followers or however you want to say it, uh, they don't, Facebook doesn't send it out to very many people, like less than 1% of all of our followers get notified of when we go live. So um, I said those other two ways. I also wanted to mention something about the group page. You guys are more than welcome on that group page, as long as it pertains to kayak fishing or fishing in general, to post on there. Uh, there is one other person who posts kind of regularly different content. But other than that, it's just me. So if you if you want to, if you have something to share or anything like that, uh, if you're doing anything fun or just, you know, catching some good fish, share them on our group page. I'd love to see that stuff. Um, Steve Carroll saying, shared it. Thank you, man. I do appreciate. I'm not giving anything away today, but I do appreciate anybody sharing it. Um, and Eric is in Lake Wiley, South Carolina. Wow, we're even getting into what kind of kayak. Hobie Outback 2022 Seagrass Green. Very cool. Um, and uh, Blind Bidda, Seaguar is great stuff. Use their leader material all the time. Yeah, I've been using Seaguar forever. I mean, well before I had a show. Uh, that was probably why it was so easy to get them to uh, jump on board because I knew the product and have always used it. Um, Jenka Lee Jenka. <laughs> Watching from the uk thanks so much for watching and that's another thing you know we do get viewers from all over the world i love to see um where where you're watching from so like uh eric from wiley south carolina and jenka watching in the uk letting us know where you're watching from from i appreciate that that's super cool always like to know that um a couple of things i don't know did, I, I posted a thing earlier today about uh, yak attack was doing a, a giveaway today i don't know if any of you guys entered that i try to keep that stuff you know, shared and posted so you guys are aware of when any kind of special deals or contests that maybe some of our sponsors are doing. So I hope you saw that. I hope you had a chance to enter. Um, on their website at like midnight tonight is going live for their, um, the 16 by 16 black pack. I just got mine yesterday. I uh, did not have a chance to put it together yet. So I, I have no comments on it, but if it's as good as the 16 by 13, I'm sure it's awesome. Um, it comes with a six rod holder. So, you know, the the ways you can rig these things up is absolutely amazing. And again, I, I highly recommend that product. So, so today's episode is uh, part two of our trip to uh, Fraser River's Edge Bed and Breakfast Lodge. Um, on the Fraser River in British Columbia, hunting sturgeon. If you're uh, familiar or not familiar with the uh, Fraser River, it is the longest undammed river in Canada. Um, and it, it's, it's like number seven in the world of longest undammed rivers. So it's a lot of water. <laughs> I, you know, there's kind of a, a picture there. There's our buddy, Paul, right there, uh, paddling in some of the rougher water. Um, 
I have never been on a river with a, a heavier volume flow of water. Uh, we took the jet boat up, and I mentioned this in the show last week. Um, we took a jet boat up river uh, just below some rapids, and the volume of water coming through this one narrows was insane and just giant whirlpools. I mean, I wouldn't have wanted to be there in anything but a jet boat. I mean, it was sketchy. So very cool. And, and because it's such a, a heavy flow river, you know, stuff just comes down. And there were oftentimes you'd be on anchor and, you know, a big old tree would come floating down river. So that was the reason we had to devise a quick release anchor system, um, something that we could deploy the anchor safely. And that's a whole different sketchy thing too, deploying a river in that kind of moving water, but then also being able to release it and um, get it back. <laughs> and again, this was, this was a long time ago and nobody was really doing this stuff back then. Nobody was fishing for sturgeon off kayaks and, so we we had I mean there may have been people doing it but you know there wasn't the publicity, um, the social media stuff out there as much and so just learning about it we had to kind of figure it out on our own and uh, it, the whole thing was the whole learning process it was one of the coolest things about the trip for me it was the whole learning process we went through to a learn about a fish we had never caught before. And then to figure out how to do it from the kayaks safely. Um, you know, it, the, the, this kind of water is no joke. So you definitely want to make sure you're doing it safely. Um, the guy we were fishing with, Paul, he was not a fisherman per se. Um, but he was an expert kayaker and a safety kayaker, um, rescue kayaker. So that was one of the reasons we invited him on the trip was to be our safety guy. He ended up catching the biggest fish, of course. But, um, you know, we just had to be very, very aware of the, the safety aspects. And like I said, we were learning on the fly. Uh, we showed it last week. And I, I don't know if it's, it makes it back in the episode. Sometimes stuff gets repeated. And I don't go back and watch the episode so, uh, before we do these. So uh, I'm not sure. But we had devised the anchor system. And like I said, it was a quick release sort of deal. So we had floats that when you would release them, you know, so you don't lose your anchor. Well, we had used boat bumpers and, and they, they were fairly large, but you know, the kind of oblong boat bumpers that you, you hang on your boat. I have them on my boat for, for docking. And, um, first time we released the, the um, the anchor, the float goes out and because of the flow of the river being so fast and the shape of this thing didn't provide a lot of resistance. So it just went like a torpedo. So it was laying in the water like this, well below the surface. Um, our guys in the camera boat ended up having to get them back for us by throwing out basically a big old grappling hook and trying to just dredge through the area until they found them. It was, it was pretty wild. And then we switched over to these big ball style of floats and those worked much better but uh, it was a whole like i said it was kind of a sketchy ordeal throwing out this float or throwing out your anchor tying off and then your boat would come tight and it was it was just wild and then you were always having to look over your shoulder to make sure there was no 
trees or scrubs or anything floating down the river where you would have to quick release. And we did have to do that a couple of times. It was absolutely wild. Um, what's his buying? Binda had a comment here. I've literally got a piece of cigar leader on my live live all bait rod for the last spring and didn't change it. And I've been catching stripers left and right for the past week. I would like to go get some stripers. I'd like to go do some fishing. <laughs> I haven't fished in forever. My buddy, of course, he knows I can't fish right now because I, I had shoulder surgery. If, if you haven't been watching, um, I had shoulder surgery a few weeks ago and I just can't, I can't lift my arm about there. And so I can't go fishing. So of course my buddy sends me pictures of him out fishing the other night and they were just slaying the calico bass. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so at least I can talk about fishing and I can watch old episodes about fishing so I can <clears throat> still enjoy that part. God darn it. I can't pick up my water. So again, uh, this episode from the uh, Fraser River, and we were staying at uh, Fraser River's Edge bread and, bed and Breakfast. Absolutely cool people. I mean, just the nicest people that run the place, and you're overlooking the water. It was just, it was awesome, awesome. And, and like I said, just a, an amazing learning experience. So let's bring this episode on and uh, if you have any comments please again shoot your questions your comments i love to hear them if you're watching this show on a replay let us know and let, let us know where you're watching from this week on the kayak fishing show i'm i'm joined by paul harwood and chris chesla of blue water rocky sport fishing and we're gonna go see if we can get on some big sturgeon for the last three days we've been perfecting a way to safely catch fight and release these three to nine foot wild jumping monsters from a kayak. The problem isn't just the fish, the water is flowing huge and fast and one wrong move could put us at serious risk. Luckily, after long days of fishing, we get to hang out at the luxurious Fraser River's Edge Lodge and B&B with our hosts, Mike and Adriana. Massive fish that jump, danger, adventure, Sounds like my kind of place. Stick around. This is going to be epic. At the forefront of any sport, you inevitably find someone pushing the limits. While kayak fishing has been exploding in popularity, Jim Sammons has been doing just that. Uh, yeah, look at these. Nice. From the seat <laughs> of his ocean kayak, Jim challenges the world's top game fish and puts his kayak fishing skills to the ultimate test. Never fought a kayak, have you, fish? From freshwater to saltwater, Jim's mission is simple, to discover the best fishing destinations in the world and prove that anything is possible from a kayak. That's a healthy fish.
Ocean Kayaks Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you in part by Ocean Kayak, makers of the Trident and Ultra series of fishing kayaks. Ex Officio, made to adventure. Seagar, always the best fishing line. Mustad, mustad hooks stay sharper longer. Hook One Kayak Fishing Gear, get everything you need to get out there and hook one. Scotty, the way to fish. And the Heliconia Press, cutting edge outdoors media. This week on Ocean Kayaks Kayak Fishing Show, Jim's Sturgeon Fishing Expedition heats up. After a couple of great days of fishing, Chris Cheshla a Blue Water Rockies sport fishing has proven why he's one of the top guides in the area. Uh, if there's fish and they're feeding in the area, we'll get them pretty quick. If not, then we're going to keep on going downriver and just hop and cover water today. That's going to be the goal. Cover as much water as we can. You have tap? Ooh, oh, 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 that's a big chunk. Let him eat it. Let him bury that right in the water. Sweet, Paul. <laughs> Joining Jim on his Fraser River mission is Paul Harwood, a lifelong angler and expert whitewater paddler who specializes in river safety. Paul's job is to keep everyone safe while they search the Fraser's cold and fast-flowing waters for monster sturgeon. In terms of doing it from a kayak, it's been a definite progression and learning curve. And uh, like anything, you need to start in stages. To deal with the powerful river current and huge fish, Jim and the team from Ocean Kayak's R&D department came up with a quick-release anchor system. The guys put the system to the test with a fish hooked from the powerboat, but now the guys are anxious to put the rig and their kayak fishing skills to the full test by hooking, fighting, and landing a large sturgeon from the seat of their kayak. Day one of Fraser part two. <laughs> Today we're fishing uh, a stretch of the upper river here. Uh, change the scenery for uh, for the next couple of days, and uh, we're going to see if we can find uh, uh, different stock of sturgeon. These are uh, if you resident uh, canyon fish, they look a little bit differently. They're still white sturgeon, but uh, their noses are a little bit more pronounced, and uh, different scenery up here as well. It's a little bit more rugged, a little bit more wild, and uh, the river is a lot narrower, a lot faster, a lot deeper. Uh, we'll take a little bit of extra precaution here today, but. Uh, uh, we should get some fish. You know, it has been fishing pretty good for the last couple months, and uh, it's going to get better. There's more and more salmon into the river, and uh, as soon as we get the kayaks in the water, I think we'll be jumping around a few spots here and there, and we'll see if we can get some. Stay tuned as the guys drop bait and hook a big one. Well, patience, you know. I was sitting here, got tap tapped. I missed like three strikes. It's a different thing fishing for these sturgeon as well. I mean, you literally have to watch the rod tip. And I think I mentioned this uh, last week. I mean, you're sitting there watching your rod tip because it's a very subtle pickup and there's so much water moving through. And the uh, sturgeon have this vacuum of a mouth and they just kind of just swim around and they just suck up like dead chunks of bait, this stink bait. And, um, so you literally are just watching your rod tip and it's out in front of you and it's just, it's pulsating with the current and then it might be a little bit more and you, you're going cross-eyed staring at your rod tip and it, it, it's, it, 
it'll drive you crazy. But they're an exciting fish to catch because, A, you're also fighting the current and the fish jump. So you have to decide is if you're going to fight the fish, you're better off fighting it while you're on anchor. So you can put the most amount of pressure on the fish. If you drop your anchor too soon, you're just going downriver. It's swimming downriver and you're not putting any pressure on the fish. And, and you may end up five miles downriver. So you're better off fighting it from anchor. And then when you are ready to land it, then you drop anchor and you drag the fish to shore where you can kind of deal with it. And all of this is 100% catch and release. Uh, every fish we caught had previously been caught uh, because they have tags in them, electronic sensors. They wave the wand over them and every fish we caught had a, a tag in it, which was pretty impressive at how well these fish catch and release. So it, it's a, a very, very interesting fishery and I'd love to do it again sometime for sure. Ocean Kayaks Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you in part by Ocean Kayak, makers of the Trident and Ultra Series of Fishing Kayaks and the Torque, which features a removable Minn Kota motor. Check them out at OceanKayak.com. So far, the fishing on BC's... So Steve says, and uh, Steve has experience catching these fish. Most of the time, they hit like a rainbow trout on power bait. Yeah, like I said, it's it's... For a fish this big, it, it's so subtle uh, that you really have to be paying attention. And other times, like I said, it would just your rod would just load up. And um, but you're fishing uh, barbless hooks, uh, you know, on the Fraser River at least, and uh, it, it's pretty pretty amazing um, catch. And this one here in the picture uh, that is right kind of froze I, where I paused it there. That was the biggest one we caught. Now this was not what we'd call hundred percent kayak caught because um, I think they, as I don't remember, but I think it was actually hook and handed off to Paul uh, from the boat. And then um, we dragged it to shore. I dragged him to shore and, and we were all able to land it, but it wasn't hundred percent kayak caught, but again, we were still learning. Um, and as this episode progresses, we end up doing it hundred percent kayak, which was, which was really cool. Um, hey Mitch, how you doing, man? Thanks for joining us. So let's keep her rolling. Fraser River has been nothing less than incredible. However, using a kayak in the cold, fast-flowing river has proven challenging. After three days of testing, the guys have finally developed a custom anchor system that lets right. them safely hold their kayaks in position in the strong current. Jim and Paul are now ready to hook a big one. <laughs> just like I knew what I was doing. On this day, the guys are heading further upriver to where the river flow is broken up by rocks and eddies. Paul Harwood is excited to tackle some real whitewater after days of sitting still while waiting for the bite. Yeah, this will, this will be pretty interesting to sit on top, seeing how I haven't really paddled one much in whitewater. What crazy we're doing, we're doing a Lady Franklin Rapid, um, which is technically probably class three but big big boils and whirlpools at the bottom and uh i've never really run any whitewater and sit on top so this should be uh 
an interesting challenge. I've done it quite a bit, so if you need any tips. Yeah, uh, you know what? I might trade sturgeon fishing tips with Jim for some whitewater tips <laughs> on this one. The guys soon find a large whirlpool like Eddie with a big drop along the edge. Chris says this is where the sturgeon will stack up, and so the boys buckle down. And when we're out here uh, fishing for these really big sturgeon, we want good, tough line. So we've chosen to fish with Seaguar Brave. Seaguar's been the leader in fluorocarbon line for a long time, and this year they started making Brave. It's available in uh, a variety of weights, and from 100 pound up, it's hollow core, which I really like for my uh, Chinese finger trap connections. Super sensitive, smooth casting, ultra strong Jump <laughs> <laughs> running down on me and again totally different sensation fighting a fish on anchor it's not a big fish but it's bigger than the one paul caught is that a double <laughs> who doesn't like catching fish that jump I mean, that's not a big one, but man, how fun. All right. Scoots are much duller on this one. <laughs> this week on the Fraser River, we've been targeting dinosaurs, and I mean big sturgeon. And if I'm going after sturgeon, I need good, strong reels. So I'm going with the Akuma Makira reel. It's a two-speed, good line capacity if that fish runs. I don't think you need a two-speed reel, honestly, for this. Um, I'm going to load that reel. We were sponsored by Akuma at the time, and they wanted me using that reel. And I'm going to fill that all the way because um, I need that line if that fish runs down. I mean, I, the Makira is a solid reel, uh, but I just don't think that really was, it was necessary. I could have probably landed these fish on my little... Um, Plus, you a lot of snags. My little uh, seagars, I mean, seaglers. Uh, you don't need a long leader. Maybe a little bit bigger because it was more a line capacity thing. Because uh, if they are, if you are letting them get downriver and you're fighting for anchor, you do need a little bit more line. 11 odd. It's a big hook. Now, this is a barbless fishery, so we need to crush down those barbs. This is a great setup if you're chasing sturgeon on the Fraser River. Check it out. Here we go. <laughs> a great day of yeah, fishing man. upriver comes to a successful conclusion. Yeah, Jim and Paul got some much-needed practice with smaller sturgeon, and they're ready to hit the deeper water downriver tomorrow. But the sun's dropping. It's time to warm up and recharge at the Fraser River's Edge Lodge. Located just a short distance away from picturesque downtown Chilliwack, B.C., the Fraser River's Edge Lodge is a small and exclusive B&B with room for eight guests. Hosts Adriana and Mike Jones treat their guests to gourmet meals and with private riverside access and a spectacular view of the Fraser River Valley, the Fraser River's Edge Lodge really is a one-of-a-kind mountain retreat for anglers, couples, or for families. It's a unique layout. It's not, uh, it's not a conventional B&B, I guess. Uh, I mean, it's kind of funny because we've actually never stayed at a bed and breakfast. So <laughs> we, we really don't know what they're like other than what we've heard. And uh, yeah, it, from the feedback we've, we've received from fishermen coming through and just other guests, they, they say it feels more like a lodge and uh, there's nice separation for our guests. They've got their own rooms. They've got private outside entrances, lots of deck space as you've seen. Um, and uh, uh, 
we we think it's a pretty unique product logistically yeah we can support it we've got a big shop that we can store kayaks and gear in yeah anybody seen a river around here uh, you can see that the mules can get the kayaks down to the river and then working with Chris on the, on the water it's uh, worked out fantastic so you go want to come in that uh, kayak fish this is the spot to come when we come back Jim Paul and Chris head to the deepest part of the river where the big sturgeon roam stay tuned as things heat up on the Fraser ocean kayaks kayak fishing show is brought to you in part by Scotty standard horizon Maui Jim and Hook One Kayak Fishing Gear. And all these sponsors scrolling across the bottom. <laughs> and I can't I can't say enough of how cool uh the Fraser River's Edge bed and breakfast was. Uh and the people, I know they still run it. Uh Mike and his wife and two daughters. Ocean kayaks. Uh, just kayak the nicest people. Really, really cool place. Ex officio and their new soul cool collection of shirts made with ice fill technology, which actually dissipates heat and provides a cooling effect. Check them out at exofficio.com. This week, Jim has been chasing sturgeon on the Fraser River in British Columbia, Canada. To help with the job, he's hooked up with Chris Cheshla of Blue Water Rocky Sport Fishing. My name is Chris, last name Cheshla, uh, owner operator of Blue Water Rocky Sport Fish Guiding Company. We go also by riversportfishing.com. And we specialize in freshwater river sport fishing adventures on the Fraser River, a bunch of its tributaries, and uh, some lakes as well. And we fish for all the species that uh, live in these waters. Uh, one of the main ones, obviously, what we're fishing for today, which is uh, white sturgeon. It's a spectacular fish, uh, awesome sport fish, and uh, pretty much the largest freshwater fish in North America. Uh, it could exceed a thousand pounds in this river and there's some huge monsters. You know, I've actually, I've been fortunate enough to fish for uh, quite a few different species across Canada and internationally as well. And uh, the, this, this fishery, the sturgeon fishery, in my opinion, is world-class. There aren't many places in the world where you can hook so many big fish consistently. Uh, you might not get monsters every day, uh, but you spend a few days here, you're going to get crack, very good crack at five foot fish, six foot fish, seven foot fish. There's lots of fish that size. We've had an amazing week on the Fraser River fishing with Chris from River Sport Fishing. We've pulled on some massive fish and just had a great time. If you want to hook up with Chris and do some sturgeon fishing on the Fraser, check out riversportfishing.com. He will get you on fish. After a few days of fishing, Jim and Paul are ready to test their kayak fishing skills in one of the deeper sections of the Fraser River, where the bigger sturgeon are known to hang out. Where are we headed, boys? Um, unlike when I'm uh, offshore fishing and where I can follow a fish around, I can fish a little bit smaller gear fishing offshore. Up here on the Fraser, we're going for these big sturgeon, and we're fishing on anchor, so I need more line capacity, a little bit bigger reel. On this trip, I'm using the Solterra by Akuma. It's a lever drag reel, which is really nice because it's a bigger, stronger, smoother drag surface. If I get on the really big fish, something that goes down, this reel is a two-speed. So I can really put the hurt on them and be able to crank on them when I'm just fighting him and the current. So very simple rig, coast log up on top, that's where you attach your weight to, a few beads on the bottom, protect the knot in the line, your main, your main line tied to a barrel swivel, your leader tied to a barrel swivel, 
and then you have your single barbless hook. So very simple, yet very effective to catch big fish. You know, I've talked a bit about uh, some of the hard, you know, the challenges of sturgeon fishing here on the Fraser from a kayak, and there are plenty. But uh, one that should probably be not underestimated is um, getting the bait. Uh, not for the, uh, not for everybody. This, uh, these things, too bad there isn't smell on film to really appreciate what it takes to get fresh bait. Fresh. And that, <laughs> sitting out here on that stink bait is so rancid. Got a stinky bait out. Wait for a surgeon to come and suck it up. My girl carries a gun and a purse. She's one tough cookie drives around in her hearse. Fall out of line, she put you in your place. And she said, There you go. Just slap the face. Blood red lips. There you go. <laughs> I don't think it's huge or anything, but they're definitely strong, you know. You gotta swim in this ripping current. The fish has gotta be strong. So I'm taking my weight off so it's not flying around and hits me in the face or snaps a line. I'm trying to anyway. Right over there. And go drag off, flicker on. So if that something like that happens, he shakes off from you. It doesn't load up the rod. These things are dinosaurs. Uh, it's not giant, but that's definitely my biggest. Give me an idea what a better one fights like. <laughs> Woo, gave me a goodbye kiss. <laughs> Combat fishing says it looks fun. It is fun. I said they're big fish and they jump, um, pull super hard. <laughs> Ocean Kayaks Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you in part by Okuma Fishing Tackle. It's your day. Make the most of it with Okuma Fishing Tackle. Inspiring design meets stunning performance. Check out Okuma's full line of rods, reels, and fishing accessories at okumafishing.com. Fishing on the fast waters of the Fraser River was a real challenge, and there's some definite safety concerns that you need to be aware of. In this week's Kayak Fishing Tip, we're going to talk about kayak fishing safety when on moving water. First and foremost, anytime you're on a kayak, you should be wearing a PFD. But in these waters, it's not even an option. Make sure you're wearing a good quality PFD that's going to keep you afloat. I personally wear the Extra Sport Pro Creeker. It's very comfortable, but it's high flotation. And I know that it's going to keep me afloat if I do fall on that moving water. Trouble happens. It just does. So make sure you have a partner with you out on the water who can help you out if you do run into problems. One of the worst things that can happen to you is getting tangled in your anchor line or your fishing line when a fish pulls you to the side. 
So be very aware of any loose or floating lines on your kayak. With that, always have a cutaway tool or a knife attached to your PFD in case you do get tangled up. Another very real danger when you're sitting on anchor is floating debris coming down the river. So always, though you're looking downstream, be aware of what's coming up behind you. The Fraser River is a big river. There's a lot of water, high volume, and fast moving. You really need to know your limitations. If that water's just big for it, too big for you, maybe it's not the right place to go. If you're gonna spend any time fishing on a moving river where there's any potential of running whitewater, do yourself a favor and take a whitewater kayaking course. You will not regret it. I hope you take these things into consideration before you head out on the river and target sturgeon. But if you do, I know you'll get a big one. Until next time, I'm Jim Sammons, and that's your kayak fishing tip of the week. For more tips and your chance to win a fantastic kayak fishing package that includes an ocean kayak trident fishing kayak and ex officio clothing, visit kayakfishingshow.com. The long wait is quickly forgotten as Jim feels a tug at the end of his line and the fight is on. Well, patience, you know, I was sitting here, I tap-tapped, I missed like three strikes, but I mean, he was 200 yards out there at least. <laughs> so it's just work winding in against this damn current, fishing this new Kansan Cigar braided line. Oh, nice and strong, super sensitive, great abrasion resistance because this line is basically dragging down near the bottom. Thanks, man. Oh, there it is. It's a good fish. That's a good fish, my friend. Not, not the hugest one, but good fish. The only way you can practically land these big fish in a kayak, the same way the boats do it, is to get the fish to shore. So we're gonna use the two kayaks. I'm now off anchor. We can drift with this fish and Paul can help ferry me over to the beach where we'll land it. Kiki would be proud of you. <laughs> All right, man. That was awesome. I mean, this is nowhere near the size of the one we got the other day, but I've got it all by myself. Well, I, at least I hooked and fought it all by myself with the assistance of Paul to get it to shore to, to do this. And, Man, shows how having an uh, extra angler uh, teammate out here to do this. This part was funny. Really is important. <laughs> <laughs> that was a straight schoolgirl cry if I've ever heard one. That was hilarious. Actually, what happened there was as we released the fish, it literally, it swam and went right between the legs of our camera guy, uh, my buddy Will. And it just freaked him out <laughs> and he just screamed. So it, it, we just 
started dying laughing. It was it was pretty darn funny. While we were on the Fraser River, I got to use the Ocean Kayak Torque. The Torque is unlike any other kayak you've seen on the market. Based on the popular Trident 13 model, the Torque features a Minn Kota trolling motor. The infinitely variable speed control allows you to hit perfect pace for trolling. This quiet motor also has reverse capability to allow you to easily maneuver in and out of tight spots. If you like using your Torque more like a regular kayak, not a problem. Just pull the motor out and drop in the exchangeable Skeg plug, and you have a perfect paddling kayak. You can see all of Ocean Kayak's great products at OceanKayak.com. Having safely landed the big fish in less time than was expected, the guys let him go healthy to become someone else's big fish story. That made my trip. Thanks, man. Awesome. It really has been a progression to oh, get fully. to that point. Fully. And it's taken really, it took a good five days to get there. Yeah. Join us next week on Ocean Kayak's Kayak Fishing Show as we head to Alaska to cross lines with old friend Howard McKim on what could be the wettest trip the crew has ever endured. And that is saying a lot when you fish out of a kayak. Yeah, that was, uh, that Alaska trip was absolutely crazy. Shut that off. So, um, like I said, I, I, I really enjoyed those two episodes personally because I did, like I said earlier, I enjoyed the whole process um, that we were having to figure it out. And then being successful at it, going from fishing off the boat to um, being tied off to the boat because our anchor system wasn't working and getting that dialed in to then actually, you know, actually hooking, fighting, landing, you know, actually bringing it to shore. Uh, because that's the same thing the boats do. Uh, if you have a really big fish and they want to get photos of it, you know, once you fight the fish, they'll kind of ferry across over to a sandbar or something. And then you can jump out of the boat and, you know, bring the fish up onto your knee and get a photo and then release it. They are very hardy fish. As I, I mentioned before, every single fish that we caught um, was scanned and every single one had been caught prior. They had a tag in them. So uh, very, very hardy fish. They do very well. So very cool. So. Anyway, I appreciate you all for uh, joining us here today and every Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, we will be back again next Tuesday with an episode of the Jackson Kayak Years. And then uh, back again next Thursday with more of these older ones. Apparently, we're going to be in Alaska. <laughs> so, I again, I appreciate you all for being here. I appreciate you for uh, supporting our sponsors. And... Um, got a comment here so i'll uh, take that really quick if you're interested in catching reservoir sturgeon in or river sturgeon then please consider visiting idaho and we will catch them uh steve is is, is idaho where you were with josh um when uh, he was catching them and i appreciate the official invite <laughs> i gotta get back to shooting my show i gotta get back to being healthy where i can actually pull on a fish but uh so that is correct. And uh, that with Josh Dolan from Have Rods Will Travel. He's a good buddy of ours and doing some really cool stuff. So again, I appreciate you all for watching. I hope uh, you uh, have a very, very good weekend. If you are going out on the water, please remember always 
always, always wear your PFT and keep your paddle right side up. Y'all take care.